0: well good morning sir cam good morning sir mitch wow we both been knighted how uh how art thou fellow
1: knight of podcast land <laughs> uh, i'm doing all right that that, that landed about as, as good as i think
0: it did which is yeah. to say <laughs> pretty terrible <laughs> yeah crash and burn no. anyways man what's up so we we uh it's been a little little bit since we recorded so uh we had to take uh the last our rec- last recording session off because of a family thing for you um yeah
1: last minute last minute family travel emergency stuff so
0: I was trying to good stop short of calling it an emergency but it's well, it's it, something it, that you could like not do so
1: yeah it's something that had to happen so uh got it taken care of in
0: we are back so we are back and i and i did really struggle with whether or not to just at least record a little five minutes something just to say hey we we didn't die or anything just you know stick around we'll uh we'll have another episode coming up in a little bit and then i got lazy and decided not to do it i was secretly hoping you would have recorded yourself reading like a couple of haikus and just let that be the episode
1: yeah, that would have been great maybe some limericks limericks you strike me more like a limerick
0: guy than a than a uh haiku guy mitch that's that's the vibe i'm getting okay yeah definitely not a haiku guy but at any rate uh have a good thanksgiving man yeah i uh i went and hung out with um
1: a family uh here in illinois that i've essentially become like you know the adopted son um even though i think i'm closer in age to the parents than i am to the kids Their, their oldest is 23 or 24 Mm -hmm. and the youngest just turned 13. And I think they're, I think the mom and dad are like in their, I think they're like 46, 47 ish. So yeah, I'm definitely, if if I'm not closer to the parents, it's like a dead split between them and their oldest. So I occupy this weird space, but they're very kind and very fun. So they have, uh, I'm one of the strays they've picked up in these past few years. Um, so I got to spend the day with them and, you know, eat lots of good food and kick their butts in
0: some games. It was good. Yeah, always good to kick some butts. Mm-hmm. So um, my Thanksgiving was uh, different. Than oh, yeah. I- hey, Mitch,
1: how was your Thanksgiving? Sorry.
0: <laughs> oh no, I wasn't expecting that you were going to ask, but. Um, My my reputation precedes me. (laughs) So the story really has a lot to do with my parents. Um, So it felt terrible because my parents, they go down to Tennessee to be with my sister and brother-in-law every year for Thanksgiving. And so they drove down last Monday and they got about three quarters of the way down, uh, probably somewhere about uh, Kentucky-ish. And they got a call from my sister uh, saying that my brother-in-law had been exposed to COVID rather Gosh. significantly last week. And so they, they took it a to test. Uh, he came back negative. They weren't sure it was still pretty sh- uh, short notice within the in- incubation period. And so they were, they were a little bit uh, concerned about that. And, and my dad's got Parkinson's. So there were some concerns health-wise for him and yeah, having absolutely him to that and so my parents after driving 12 hours down there uh, my my uh, sister put them up in a hotel uh, my sister does a lot of traveling so she has points with the Hilton so she used some points to put my folks up and uh, they they weren't sure what they were going to do at that point and come to f- come to find out like that Tuesday morning, my mom just finally made the call. She talked to some people, she got some advice and, and they just decided to come home. And so they turned around and drove six hours back on uh, Tuesday, just split the drive up. And then Wednesday they drove the rest of the way. My mom was really concerned about driving through Chicago. So she wanted to, uh, she wanted to like, take it easy coming through Chicago on the way back. But, uh, but yeah, so that really sucked three three days of driving pretty much and uh basically it was a uh, the long my mo- my mom puts it this way it's the longest delivery i've ever made Just <laughs> she took some stuff down to my sister so that's funny but uh but yeah and so, yeah that's no fun <laughs> so not that I wouldn't have done it anyway, but I, I made the decision that, you know, my wife and I had to go spend Christmas with my folk, or I'm sorry, Thanksgiving with my folks. Cause, uh, uh, it just seemed like the right thing to do. Cause I, they shouldn't be alone for Thanksgiving after all the plans and how terrible the week was and everything. So, so we went and spent uh, Thanksgiving with them. So, so yeah, it was good. We had fun, you know, um, mm. you know, I had, I I was going to joke that uh, it was under the shadow of the fact that you really wanted to spend the week with my sister, but <laughs> but that's not. I gonna was go. not
1: going to touch that with a ten foot pole.
0: <laughs> so thank you for doing so. <laughs> right. So, um, so you mentioned a little bit about Timery. Did you want me to you want to tell us a little bit about uh, you? You switched uh, to Timery recently for time tracking.
1: No, so I mean, I've been using Timeray since it came out, but I just recently was reminded that they have a really, really nice uh, app for the Mac. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I'm usually the stuff that I want to track is when I'm working on my Mac, when I'm doing my photo editing or video editing or podcast editing or recording or prepping for Bible study, like all of the things that are like labor intensive that I genuinely want to track. I always forget to because once I'm on my Mac and I'm working, I get in the zone and my phone is out of sight, out of mind, you know. Um, And so now that I've been reminded that Timer is on the Mac and that it has a really, really awesome menu bar, mini app, um, I've been using it like at 95% um, of the things that I want to record, I'm remembering and that 5% will come as I just get in the habit of it. it's fully featured, um, and the the menu bar will can show your timer, like what project you're working on, um, how long you've been doing it. You can add the description, you can add the tag, you can have as much information up there as you want. Uh, so just at a glance, I can see. All right, we've been you know on this call for well twelve minutes since I started the timer. Um, but you can you can stop it. You can edit the parameters from the menu bar. You can start a new. Entry you can view all your saved entries your save timers your recent ones, you can show the app like all from the, the little menu bar item and then the the app is like I said it's fully featured so you can, you can add projects you can remove projects you can view your reports your your overviews of, of the week and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, and if you're part of the Timery Club, the annual subscription, you, know, you just restore your, your purchase and you get all of the plus features that you have on the iPad and um, iPhone versions. And because Shortcuts is on Mac with Monterey, you can use all of the Timery Shortcuts that you may or may not have already built over the past few years on your Mac as well. So uh, having that utility not stuck in my phone anymore but being able to have it in eyesight on the menu bar on the machine that I do all of my, you know, work on is a huge win for me. And not just me, lots of other people. I just had completely forgotten that they came out with a Mac app a while ago. So I'm late to the party on this one for sure. But man, I'm glad that
0: uh, Mike Hurley reminded me that this was on the Mac and worth checking out. Yeah. I am trying to get logged into it because I'm, I use Timery as well and uh because i just downloaded it and i can't i don't know i gotta log into it and i give up all right um but yeah i've used timery for a long time and as far as uh like working with toggle in general like toggle isn't a great like isn't the best app on the on the mac (laughs) it's actually not a very good app on the mac oh they Uh, no, their service is what's good their their applications across the border are not ideal yeah so timer really has a lot of nice features in it and stuff like that um i'm still using time a little bit for uh for tracking and that's just because i've got this cool little piece of hardware here that i can flip flip to whatever it is that i'm doing at the time
1: have you watched foundation yet yes okay so that thing that you have for your time it reminds me of the i forget what it's called the thing that yeah. harry seldon uses to like do all of his crazy psycho history
0: yeah it's I, such a good show but that's another discussion have you watched the whole whole season yet yeah yeah it's very good it's real good i need a lot more preparation to actually do a decent show on it so I'll... Oh, but we should talk about it now that we both know that we really enjoyed it i'm 100% down to do a foundation episode have you been talking, or have you been listening to the podcast? No, but I feel like that's going to be my off season. Like, okay, Do I'm going to wait, I'm going to watch. wait like a
1: couple months and then I'm going to rewatch it, but I'm going to listen to the podcast while I rewatch it. Yeah. Cause I know,
0: I know going back and rewatching it, there's going to be so much that I'll pick up on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's, and then, there's so much like when, when you talk, when you listen to the podcast, there's so much stuff that is really subtle that they do throughout the, throughout the season that they talk about on the podcast, but it's not something that I would have noticed otherwise. Well, And I haven't read the books either. So I guarantee you if I read the books and then watch it again, I will pick up on, I'm going to just be honest with you. I don't think you really need to read the books for this because the, the books lay a foundation foundation. They lay the framework for the show, but the events of the show have very little to actually do with what the, what the, what's in the books like it's just it's very different so
1: maybe i want to have both versions
0: you know you can do whatever you want i'm just saying if you're if you think it's going to add a ton to the show it it probably won't
1: so the show isn't as close a one-to-one take as like game of thrones was or the lord of the rings movies were
0: a lot of it has to do with the fact that it really couldn't be you know the 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 books are so so much more abstract um that uh that it's just really hard for them to tell the story that's in the book because it's you know the the series is over a thousand years and it's such a huge sprawling story that it's just it would be almost impossible for them to do in a in a tv series so and a lot of the stuff that's in the tv series is not in the books so the genetic dynasty and stuff like that is not that's Really? That's not in the books. That's like a the key factor to the whole TV. Oh show. no, hundred percent. And but, it's not uh, in the.
1: Yeah. So. So it's it's this is definitely a based on. Yeah. The series, not a representation of the series. Yeah. Okay.
0: And I mean, interesting. That's just, that's just one example. There's other examples of things that. Well, I know, but that's like that's a that's a that is a foundational. Yeah.
1: Piece of the the storyline is is the genetic dynasty. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, let's, 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 let's put a pin in this, put it in the parking lot. We'll come back to okay. it another time. We'll circle back. I'll ping you about it. Okay.
0: <laughs> Whatever you want to do. <laughs> so it, in the, in the interim, I have gotten my, uh, my Apple watch. I don't know if we've talked about this on the show at all um, since I got it, but um, I'm I don't, just, I don't think we have since you got it. Yeah. I'm super excited about this. Like this, this watch is, you know it's you could feel that it's bigger. I'm really digging the always on display I didn't have that before, and I didn't realize how much I was missing without it so that that's been really nice but yeah, it's I, I I take it for granted yeah um having the Nike plus version like the the watch face that I love the most is the Nike hybrid uh, watch face so I'm really digging that um trying to think of uh anything the the midnight so there was a little uh little talk about the that color midnight and whether or not it was like a true black or you know if it it like the product shots make it look like there's a little bit of blue to it uh, i will tell you that most of the time it looks black 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 like it's dark black um, but if you really look close and you compare the the uh, the edge to the black of the screen, it does have a ever so slightly blue tint to it. it. It it so there is like a blue in it, and you do get that a little bit in certain light. But the the digital crown is black too, so you uh, so it doesn't match the the case oh. perfectly. Um, but you only notice that in very, very specific lighting situations when there's a lot of blue in the light, you can kind well, of, yeah. it. but, uh, but otherwise, mm-hmm. if you're not looking at it real carefully, you can't, you don't notice it at all. So, but yeah, I'm super happy with it. I, I'm liking this, this watch quite a bit. So.
1: I was just looking at my old watch, which is
0: space gray. Mm-hmm.
1: And now I'm noticing how much lighter it is than the black screen. So.
0: <laughs> Thanks for breaking that for me. I appreciate it. I'm sorry, man. The series seven is available on apple.com.
1: Yeah.
0: And I <laughs> have a
1: series six that I will not replace yeah. for a very long time. I mean, I'm the one that rode the series zero until the battery swole and popped the screen off. So you are that guy. Yeah. I will, I will wear this one until it dies.
0: So I just wanted to follow up on that because it was, uh, yeah. Well, I know
1: that you, you had to wait much longer than I think you had antici- anticipated and
0: or were prepared to wait. So. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about the sleep number bed at all? Did I mention that to you at all? Uh, no. So, yes. so here my wife and I were looking into getting a new bed. There's been some things that we've been trying to get in place before we, uh, we um, start getting kids in the house in the next year because uh, we know that our finances are going to probably be a little strapped and we've been sleeping on this bed for 20 years now so it's time to get a new bed but uh, so we just started doing a lot of research on the beds and we I should I should say I started doing a lot of research on the beds and I came I came around to just the sleep never bed just seemed like an obvious choice for what we wanted so we ordered one off the website without really doing a whole lot of research on it or I did I did the research but we didn't actually lay on the bed or do anything like that so they come to they came to deliver uh late in October and I got a queen because I figured you know I don't want to spend the farm on this bed so I was trying to find a a good price on it and stuff like that and I and I I did um they got the queen here and they couldn't get it up the stairs the uh, metal frame was too big to get into the door and up around uh, and take it up the stairs to go into our bedroom. So That's a bummer. Yeah, totally bummed about that. But in a sheer um, stroke of irony, my wife and I had talked about getting a king size. And they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, the king size comes in two pieces. So we can get the king size up there, but we can't get the queen up there. Like, okay, well, let's cancel it for now. We'll think about it you know, figure it out. And a couple of weeks ago, my wife and I just decided to go to the sleep number store and check things out. Uh, I almost fell asleep laying in one of the beds there. <laughs> the saleswoman's talking to us and I'm laying in the bed and I was like, Oh, and did you get the one where like they like individually can like, I don't know. That's the Tempur-Pedic. I'm thinking we're like, you can, we got, do all we the, got the, yeah, we got the, um, the partial split, mattress so the head the head is split and it sits up Uh um the bottom is we'll raise the feet but we have to agree on how on raising (laughs) seems like a good compromise yeah but uh it is a smart bed which uh i'm interested to see what that's what how that's gonna play into things but uh it doesn't do a lot of weird like crazy stuff but it does do sleep tracking and stuff like that so i think that'll be interesting and I'm assuming that means you have an app on your phone you can that is, control and track all that stuff with. Yeah. The sleep number beds now, they're all smart beds. And the um, the sleep tracking and all that kind of stuff, you actually control everything on your phone now. Uh, you can get little remotes to to control the, the bed, but uh, they don't sell those to you automatically. You have to purchase those separately. Um, does it integrate with Siri or Shortcuts? That's what I'm curious to see. Uh, I, at this point, I'm going to say probably because, not, but I can think of a couple of funny things to tell Siri <laughs> about the bed. <laughs> yeah. well, there there is a funny little thing that she was showing us that uh, if uh, one of us were to start snoring, we can we can uh, set up a preset in the app that's called a uh, partner Snore. And you tap the button, and it automatically lifts their side of the bed up a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. That's so good. So So um, good. Neither one of us snores real bad, but uh, but every once in a while, like especially when I get when I'm not feeling well and I'm all stuffy and stuff, I'll I'll snore a little bit. But yeah, um, yeah. My wife said something to me totally emasculating the other day. She's like, "Yeah, you were snoring just enough to be cute." I didn't really. realize that was a thing, but okay. Yeah, uh, I love my wife. She's fun. Oh, so. I'm glad that you do. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good thing. All right. Well, we didn't have a lot to talk about this week. Oddly, being that we haven't talked in like a month. <laughs> so, um, but uh, I thought what we'll do this morning is go back to Poddex and have some fun a- answering some questions. So are you ready for this? Affirmative. Okay. So, uh, by the way, we should mention that if uh, Cam is sounding a little bit different today, he's actually in. Are you in an Airbnb? Uh, yeah, in Chicago right now. So and he's. So uh, oh,
1: I yeah. have my my little tiny rode nt usb uh, mini microphone because it's fits in my hand and still sounds half decent, but yeah. not nearly as good as my my sure sm seven b. Uh, back at home but you know
0: traveling so that's right it doesn't sound like you're on the phone with me or anything so that's good that's good i could put a filter on you and make it sound like that but i mean you you do edit the show so
1: i do edit the show so you do have the uh the final say
0: (laughs) remember with much power comes great responsibility yes sir all right so the uh the deck that we are going to be using for today to um to the for the questions is uh called the techie deck. I thought this might mm-hmm. be fun the first, okay. first first question I already swiped away was uh, iphone or android so we're that's just a dumb question for us so but the second question is do you do you like to always have cutting edge technology yes I think, generally speaking, I would say yes. Um, there's some stuff that kind of scares me a little bit, and I think that with with uh, wireless charging with Apple, I don't know. I don't have a problem with wireless charging. I know, I know you don't, um, but uh, but I think that you know one thing I've learned about Apple is to always be a little weary of their first generation products. You know, if you look at the Apple Watch, um, first generation was you know relatively horrible (laughs) compared to what they've got they've got now you know uh, slow and janky and all that kind of stuff back then they wanted the wash to be something totally
1: different than what it is now and they pivoted you know what IO or wash os like three or four i think Mm -hmm. to like fully embrace the oh okay people aren't going to be using their like their mac apps on their wrists they want this for fitness tracking and health and you
0: know that sort of stuff so but I mean, even when you look at stuff like it, all home pods are failing right now, the first generation home pods, um, the, Dude, that's why they don't sell them anymore. <laughs> the, um, the first generation AirPods were good, but the, the batteries were dying on them. They're having issues. Even the first generation AirPod AirPods pro were having issues with, you know, rattling in the ears that so we've talked about before. Cause I've had issues. I had issues with both of the, the AirPods pro that I had uh, in both ears. So um, so first-generation products are something, I think, to be a little weary of, depending. Uh, so it's always good to kind of see, you know, give them some time and see how they they kind of come out in the laundry, as one would say. Well, that makes me feel great, considering I'm rocking the first-generation MacBook
1: Air with an M1 and also the first-generation AirPods Pro. So there, thanks. thanks, man. It wasn't that. it
0: wasn't the main reason why I did it, but it was it was a reason why I uh, I bought the uh, last Intel um, iMac. So, yeah, well,
1: that's probably gonna be rock steady for a long time.
0: Yeah, no, it works. It works fine. It's not as fast as the M1 stuff, and I'd be well. No, but, that. But that I mean that that combination is hmm. has been rock solid for a long time. So,
1: yep.
0: All right. Next question. Do you own tech related stock?
1: I mean, I have crypto, which is, you know, built on technology.
0: I actually sold off all my stock um, recently. I didn't have that much. I wasn't, it's not like I was trying to invest. I was just having fun, but I sold it all off because uh, well, because I needed it for some stuff. So um, which is kind of why I would, why I had it in there anyway. So, so my answer would be no. I do not own any tech related stock. Yeah, no, none of my, none of my stocks are tech related, but I do have um, crypto. So,
1: mm-hmm. I guess kind of, sort of. All
0: right. Uh, do you think there's value in living a simpler life with less technology? Yes. Absolutely. I, I
1: think. So there's a book by Cal Newport called Digital Minimalism, mm-hmm. which I read and highly recommend. Um, not that you have to agree with him, but I think it is a, a very good book to have a, a conversation and debate with about um, the pros and cons of how we use our technology and how often we use our technology and how we um, kind of put barriers or um, boundaries around uh, that sort of stuff. Cause his whole stance is not the technology is bad. His whole stance is technology is amazing for what it allows us to accomplish more efficiently, um, more effectively, but it is also just a giant source of noise, all the notifications, the social, like everything. And so having his argument is that we can leverage technology to advance Our work in, you know, whatever area that work is, but we also can severely um, hinder the rest of our lives if we don't, you know, if we're not intentional about how and where and when we use the technology that we do. Um, Like, how often are you in, like, at a Starbucks or, you know, a restaurant, you know, waiting in line, and everyone is just glued to their phones instead of talking to the person that they're there with. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's a very interesting book. It's only, it's, it's a
0: quick read. Um, He's a really smart guy. Um, Highly recommend it. So I listened to somebody the other day that was talking, I'm not going to say who it is, but I was listening to someone the other day that was going off on basically conspiracy theory about all this, all the garbage that we have in our life and all the technology and how the, everybody's listening to us and they're massing, tons of data on us and we're you know just it seems i don't want to believe that it's true i guess is, is what i'm what i'm trying to get at but at the same time like you can't you can't deny that you know our devices are all listening to us um, but you know they'll they'll all tell you that well we're, we're not you know recording everything you say or learning everything about you and yet they know everything about us and they're recording huh? habits and yeah so all you all you got to do is just think about the number of times
1: that you have thought about something and then seen an ad for it within the next 24 hours online Mm -hmm. and it doesn't happen all the time but it happens enough for me to go okay siri really is always listening and apple's supposed to be the good private
0: safe company you know what i mean Mm. I'm not sure that that's how they're doing that though.
1: Well, it may not, but my point is like, everything we do online is connected. Mm-hmm. All of our searching, all of our social accounts, our emails are like, it is all connected and it's easy for them to triangulate. You know, he did this over here. He looked at that over there. He searched for this over there and they're like, all right, boom, here's
0: your, here's your next, uh, you know, ad on YouTube. Well, they, there's another element to that, that, uh, that I've heard talked about too, is that let's say like you were really into yoga and I come over <laughs> to your house and we're, we you know you and I spend some time talking and after I left, you go over to your yoga studio and do your yoga and then you come home and all of a sudden I'm being served, uh, um, um, like stuff about yoga because the assumption is that you and I probably had a conversation about yoga because you're really into yoga so now they're going to start advertising to me to see if I'm interested in buying anything yoga related Um so apparently that happens too like they're that they use they use your influences and the people that that you're connected with to try and advertise to you as well yeah I mean it's one of those things where it's like do I
1: know what's happening? Yes. Am I about to go live inside a Faraday cage? No. Like, <laughs> you
0: know, I, whatever. I thought about that when I was building my studio, if I should build a Faraday cage down here. And
1: but then we wouldn't, well, I guess it'd have to be a wired connection. I would whatever. have to
0: wire into this. Yeah. We so it would be a totally separate network from the rest of the house. But, but we'd still have internet down here. I just wouldn't, yeah. be, it would just be one wire in and one wire out. Yeah. Connected by multiple VPNs, I'm sure i'm not that crazy uh were you ever at the forefront of a tech trend that people made fun of you for until it became super popular google glass baby we're both math <laughs> users we're both uh, apple users
1: yeah i was so late to the party on that though you know uh, was i was ever on the forefront of a technology say it
0: again uh were you ever at the forefront of a tech trend that people made fun of you for until it became super popular? I don't I think know anyone can say how about Facebook? I'm, dr- uh, I'm, not, I'm not big into Facebook anymore, but um but well, I-, I remember when it
1: was called when it was called college Facebook. And then they were, they were adding schools, you know, in batches, but I went to a tiny Christian college in Indiana. So we were one of the, you know, later schools to gain access to it. But I, yeah, I mean, I remember when it first came out, but I don't remember people making fun of it. Yeah. I mean, the only, the, like the only tech trend I, that like, I genuinely remember people just destroying other people for was a Google glass
0: Yeah. and being creepy. There, There is definitely stuff that I, that I get point to, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Yeah. Cause I've I been much, much maligned for my, for things that I've been excited about technology wise. Oh, I'm wearing them right now. You make fun of me. About my <laughs> AirPods max. <laughs> I wouldn't, I'm, i they're still not super popular, but, uh, yeah. Dude, Mitch,
1: they come, they come with a bra. Like, who, <laughs> like I don't,
0: it's okay. They all probably the best sound things in life come with a bra, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Next question. Next question. How closely do you follow tech news? That's kind of a dumb question with us.
1: Yeah, Mark. but, like, honestly, I used to follow it more closely than I do now. Like, I used to be, like, reading all the blogs and following a of people on Twitter. And I'll agree with now you. Now I, I don't use Twitter at all. And I pretty much just listen to, like, two or three tech podcasts and let them distill the information that, you know, they think is important because they've been trusted sources over the years. Yeah, that's pretty much how. Yeah, let them do all the heavy lifting. And then, you know, I know that means I miss out on stories, but, like, I have very focused interests,
0: you know? I like this next question. Okay, you have a big grin on your face. I do. Did you grow up jamming with records, cassettes, tapes, portable CD players, or MP3 players? Uh, uh,
1: never. I didn't have a record player until
0: like two years ago. But yeah, I
1: was a I was a, uh, a mixtape cassette kid. I would sit with a radio and I would record the songs onto
0: my cassette tapes and make mixtapes. I totally did uh, that hours on end. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say for the bulk of my childhood, it was uh, it was cassette tapes, but when, when I was young, my sister and I had a record player that my parents would let us you u- listen to their records on. So, and it was just like this little kid's record player. It wasn't anything uh, fancy, but, um, but when I, I think when I got my first, uh, sound system or my first stereo, it was like a double cassette deck with a radio in it. It was all, it was all it was. It wasn't yeah. until probably, I don't know. I think I might've been in my late teens when I got my first CD player. So I think I was I, driving when I, I think I was already driving when I, uh, when I got my first CD player. So I would have been late teens. I remember my freshman year of high school. One of the kids at my church
1: guy was the first person I knew that had a CD burner. I mm-hmm. mean like bleeding edge. And that was like the height of Napster, like, and all of that. And so we went from making cassette mixtapes to CD mixtapes. And I still have some of those CDs from 20 years ago. In yeah. my collection, um, and we would and we would, uh, you know, we would make a mix, and then we go cruise in his V his like nineteen sixty eight VW van, seafoam green, uh, and just jam out. It was yeah, it's good times. Lots of Weezer,
0: lots of Weezer, yeah. So would I assume that you are you you consume your your uh, music? mainly through apple music now oh yeah 100 yeah me too all right has technology ever let you down and what happened consistently <laughs> constantly
1: i think the one that fails me the most and is the most infuriating is we uh, at church um we can control our in-ear monitor mix on the stage from our phone we can connect to the soundboard or we can control our own bus. And so I can be like, all right, I need a little less, I need a little less background vocals. I need a little more of my, you know, my bass or my guitar, you know, yada, yada, if I'm singing or if I'm not. Um, But my goodness, the connection that app makes to the soundboard is you never know. Is it going to work? Is it going to take a second? Is it going to take 12 seconds? Am I going to have to open and quit the app five times for it to finally connect? Is it going to open and then freeze? And then not let me get to my... And it's like my my calm to rage ratio in that point <laughs> through the roof, which is like the one point where I it's like the one place I should be calm and focused on not myself, and
0: <laughs> but you know
1: it's very frustrating.
0: It's funny you say that because I think probably the number one place that I run into being infuriated with my technology is church.
1: Mm-hmm. Satan's uh, in the wires, man, and in yep. the wireless too.
0: Yeah, it's uh, you know, Especially for me, yeah, for me, ninety percent of it is the live stream. Man, yeah. every so often, like, there's just gremlins in the machine, and. I had one morning where I got the live stream up and everything was running just fine. And then just out of nowhere, it had to have been on YouTube's end because my pipes were wide open and were streaming just fine. And, uh, and all of a sudden it just dropped like that. And I, I'm sitting there and I look, I look up cause I always have my laptop up on the top of the booth, um, with the, uh, with the YouTube, uh, control board, or the, whatever the whatever they call it, I forget. But uh, but I always have that up there to kind of monitor and make sure that everything's running just fine. And it just it just shows this little spinny wheel and poor connection or no connection or something like that. And I'm like, Duh. and of course, like how do you handle that with all the people that are watching? You you really can't. It's so I switched yeah. over to a different stream and I was like, I just hope they find it. You know. I took down the old stream and uh, and put the new stream up and and uh, it it worked. You know, people were able to watch it, but I don't know if I found everybody with me. But it's frustrating, for sure. So, all right. (laughs) Did you ever own a pager? No, but my dad did, and his was awesome.
1: I've owned two of them. I could check the weather, the sports scores. Oh, mine lots of, other, lots of other stuff I didn't care about, but like that was, it was like, oh dad, let me see your pager. I'm going
0: to check the sports scores. Mine didn't do anything. It's just it's like you all by the time we got to that point with pagers, I had something else that would do it, but um I only had pagers because like dude, my buddy wants to get a hold of me, so I need to be available whenever. So wherever I am, I want to be able to be reachable. That was my first foray into um, the beginning of the end right there the idea of always being connected
1: Uh huh. what a what, what a
0: novel idea
1: hey i'm gonna wear this thing on my belt you're gonna page me it'll tell me what number to call and i gotta go find a phone and call you back
0: oh if, and we had our codes too so like if if you page you could page somebody and then put like whatever you could pull uh-huh. a callback number on there, but you could also put other things on there and you could like put in small messages or whatever. And so like if you knew if you saw the number and they put in a message like 911, it's like okay, you got to call them right away. Or if it was just like, you know, hey, just page me with with this so that I know you're here or whatever. It was just it, it was just funny. You know, cause, cause you could like, just put like little secret messages on there to know, you know, what, what they needed or whatever, or just page me when you get home. So I know you're home or, you know, not that I did that a lot, but, but I could see that being used. So funny little guys, how smart is your car? Um,
1: I can connect via USB or Bluetooth. And uh, I can play my music or my podcasts or whatever.
0: It's, I mean, like it
1: doesn't have uh, Android or CarPlay. Um,
0: I got CarPlay. I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yours is smarter than mine, but I get,
0: I get Bluetooth or
1: USB audio, which is pretty much all I want. I've got my, my car's got built in navigation as well, but I use my phone anyways for that. So.
0: I think this one, this question is going to possibly be more for you than for me. But have you ever had to learn a new technology for work to not become obsolete? Uh, yes, I had to learn the entire Microsoft Power
1: Platform stack. Um, so that's like um, Microsoft Automate, Power BI, and Power Apps. And Power Apps is, is like a WYSIWYG app builder built on a more complex version of Excel's language. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Power BI is um, data analytics views. And then Automate is like their version of like shortcuts or Apple script or, you know, that sort of uh, you kick off automations and it can do a bunch of things for you. Um, and so I got hired to do that stuff without knowing how to do it. Cause they're like, mm, you're smart, you'll learn okay
0: so i had to learn and here yeah. we are i had to learn how to use android oh is that what you guys work use at work our first phones are, are our, our phones that we use are built on android gotcha which which you know whatever it's not that bad uh it's slow and janky but that's about the biggest problem i have with it hmm. so there's just different apps like they just they just released a new app for us called uh store pulse that we have to use to um, like be able to see our sales and daily sales and do like our store walks with. Um, so it's just you know learning little things like that, but nothing ever like any nothing that would creep, make me obsolete um, or have that kind of um, bearing on my job. So, what's a great app that you think more people should be using?
1: It's a great app that I think Obsidian. Yeah, hundred percent. Like especially, especially um, people in the realms of um, academia um, or pastors um, at churches. I think that it, this is an app that an overwhelming majority of them don't know about. Um, and whether it's Obsidian or Rome Research, right? Like, it doesn't matter the tool, but the the framework and the, um, the the implementation of this idea of of having all of your 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 uh, data and um, you know notes and and, and papers and all that stuff in a place so that you can connect them and see trends and, and and all of that I think is highly valuable. I use that every week that I lead Bible study, and you can have multiple panes up. So I've got all my my passages up, I've got my initial thoughts, I've got the outline, I've got the research that I've done all on one giant screen. And it's amazing to be able to have everything that I need to work with on the screen, plus a book or two. And I can just, it's like, it's a, it's a full-on dashboard for, for creating, um, you know, the, the outline for, for that week's Bible study. So I think it's incredibly powerful for people that are in, you know, areas of knowledge work and I think a lot of people in the church, especially pastors, are uh, not necessarily up on what their options are because they've been using Logos for 20 years. You know what I mean? Which is great. Nothing wrong with that. But I think that this is a tool that can help people um, improve their uh, their preparation uh, for what they're going to wind up delivering. So that's mine that's my boat
0: yeah Um, i may need something like that someday but certainly not right now i let me uh let me take a look at my iphone here real quick and see if there's something that uh jumps out at me there is a new app that i started using recently that uh um i was going to talk about a bit later angry birds no it'll change your life man right <laughs> um man i you know i just think i don't know that i'm gonna pick a specific app but i will tell you that i think everybody needs a good to-do list manager or a task manager of some sort because i think that uh the, Specifically, like just being able to get that stuff off your brain and into a system, like it makes makes your can make your day so much easier uh, and less overwhelming. You know, I know that the only times I get terribly overwhelmed with anything right now is when I don't have something in my list or I don't have things organized like that. So, a lot of times when I get to work, if I don't have a lot going on that day, it's just like do your brain dump into your your trusted system to figure out, okay, what, what is everything that I can work on today? And then from there, you can go through that list and figure it out. Um, you know, you and I have talked before, I'm very granular about what I put into my list. They you know yes, my, much more so than I am. I have a reminder every other day to make sure that I don't forget to take a shower, you know, which sounds silly. And I think some people might, might find that really weird, but, it really helps me out to say, Hey, um, you know, I've been, I've gotten really busy before and just not thought of it. And so I, Oh yeah, that's right. I better, I better make sure that I make that a priority today, you know? And then there's other time, you know, especially in the summer that your body kind of reminds you, you need a shower. So, <laughs> but, um, but I think that there's, uh, there is value to having those reminders in there you know, and, and being able to check off, you know, Hey, I did that, boom, done. And having little, uh, you know, notifications to let me know, Hey, by the way, you were going to do this right now. And it's like, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go get that done. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. So, and I use them all at work all the time, you know, Uh some of the stuff that I do at work has, has huge multi-step process to be able to get to the end product or the end goal of what you're doing. So having a list that has all the steps in it, even if I don't use them every time, I can I can stand back and say to myself, okay, wait a minute. So did I get this done? Did I get that done? Did I get that? Okay. Yes, I did that. Yes, I did. It. Oh, that's right. Okay. I've got these two things I got to get done before we can we can move forward with this. So, you know, just having that list, having that all available to me is is huge. So and
1: there's there's the added benefit, too, that oftentimes when you feel like you have a lot to do and it's all rattling around in your head, you can feel overwhelmed or anxious about, oh, my gosh, there's, there's not enough time. How am I going to mm-hmm. do this? And then by writing it out, you'll either see that, A, it's not nearly as much as you thought it was, mm-hmm. which is a total boost of confidence, or, two, holy crap, it really is as much as you thought it was. And then you can buckle down and start prioritizing. But once it's out of your head, then you have something tangible to work with and it's no longer abstract. It's like, okay, this this is what's gotta happen. Now I gotta either, oh, I can take it easy because it's not as much or time to buckle up and get some work done, you know? But yep. you have something to work from and to cross off, right? Yeah so it just it frees up a lot of mental um capacity.
0: And I think just just it gives you peace knowing that there's a plan. Exactly. You know, I can exactly I have this. Here's the order stuff I'm gonna get done. Now I just gotta get, get moving. So, all right. What modern technology could you not live without? Could I not live
1: without? Hmm. I mean, I don't think there's a single thing. We have lived millennia without any of the technology that exists today. There's certainly some that I would not want to live without, but could not. And not a single thing that, you know, you need, you need food, shelter, and clothes to live. That's all you need. And hopefully, you know, one or few other people to like, you know, be friends with. Right. But that's all we need to live. So I know that's like, sounds like a pious answer, but like genuinely, I I, I spent most of my life not even knowing what the internet was until I was in high school and I was totally fine without
0: the internet. Well, let's flip this question real quick and and say that there is one piece of technology that you can keep and you have to give the rest of it up. I mean, I would keep the Internet because that's got everything else on it. (laughs) Let's let's assume for a second that the the Internet is is not a part of this question. Let's say one gadget or one piece of technology that you can that you can keep, but you have to give the rest of it away. Um, I'd probably keep my laptop. Okay. I would have a lot of difficulty giving up my iPhone. Um, just, just because like this, I can do just about everything with, and the versatility of the, of this device is, is huge for me. I totally agree that, you know, it'd be hard to give up a computer or, uh, or like you know, your laptop or a desktop or even TV for that matter. But this can do most of that, you know, there's still stuff you can't, but, but without this, it's like, I don't know that, that anything else really, really would, uh, would be as good. So I still keep my laptop, I think. Okay. So what do you think when you hear the word technology? This is, I don't know if I like this question or not. This is either a really good question or a really terrible question.
1: What do I think? I think about technology. Like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go with this is a really terrible question. All right, moving on. Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from indistinguishable. I have a certain words that just don't roll off the tongue. Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Do you agree? And why or why not?
1: No, because magic is fake.
0: Right. You can explain technology. Even even if it's super advanced technology, it can be explained to a certain degree. I don't understand how they get billions of transistors on a chip that's like tiny. But I trust that there's, there's some way that they do that. It's not magic. Yeah, no, it's
1: well you can explain magic too cuz again it's not real.
0: It's illusions, Michael. All right. were you in AV club in high school? We didn't have one. I wasn't chess club though. I'll say I was not. Um actually to be honest with <laughs> you, I was I didn't really wasn't really that big a geek in school. I was a band geek. So, but uh I think I did have a uh, like a computer programming class in high school uh where we pro- we oddly enough programmed uh basic on Macs, um which i didn't realize until much later that i actually learned how to use a computer on a mac um and then later on when i got my first computer it was a windows machine so i didn't even i didn't think that oh yeah i actually started on the mac i was in uh i was in Computer club in elementary school, though. Overall, do computers save you time or waste more of your time? Are we
1: considering the iPhone a computer for the sake of this question? I know that it is one, but are we going to consider it one for this question?
0: Let's consider it.
1: Yeah. Oh, the admit I waste more time.
0: I think I'm. I probably would have to agree with you that uh, I waste more time. But there are so many things I can think of that save me time. Uh, using well, yeah,
1: it's and I guess it's it's what like we consider now. wasting time, like the amount of Sudoku or you know, like the solitaire that I play on the phone, like to kill time. Like that's a conscious choice. I could be watching TV. I could be reading a book. I could yeah. be you know doing the dishes. But I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm going to play Sudoku for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So. You know, whether that's wasting time or not, I don't know, but I certainly wouldn't be doing it if I didn't have the iPhone there yeah. whispering, you know, come play my games.
0: All right. The I'm sirens be- of the sea. I'm interested to see what you uh, you have to say about this. Uh, when you get a new tech toy, do you read the instructions or you just figure it out? Oh, I read the instructions. Je- I definitely think it depends on the device, but... Yeah, like, if I get, like, when I got my new iPhone, I didn't read the
1: instructions, you know, I've had these for, but, like, um, you know, when I, whenever I get, like, a, a new microphone, or like, when I got the Rodecaster Pro, you better believe I read through every single, because, like, this is my podcast production machine now. I need to know everything that it can and can't do, and then every time there's a firmware update, I read through all the release notes because... I want to know what I can and can't do with it. Um, but yeah, I, I tend to break the mold for the male stereotype with the instructions. I always and, read them.
0: And I do too. You know, I tend to, matter of fact, the more excited I am about a new thing that I'm getting, I, I will tend to, to actually download the, uh, the instruction manual online and sit and read it before I even get the device. Uh-huh. I, did, I did that with my, with my new soundboard. You know, I was like, oh, know, yeah, I'm actually really excited about getting this. And it was like I had to wait two days to get it. But by the time those two days were done, I had read the whole instruction manual and the mm-hmm. quick start guide. So. Yeah,
1: I did the. So i had been researching reverb pedals um, for my guitar, which is one of the reasons I came after the city. Yeah. Um, to go to the Chicago Music Exchange, which is an incredible store. Um, but I did a bunch of research on two specific pedals. Uh, not only just on, you know, how they sound and like how they work and what all the different knobs do and, and all the unique features so that when I got to the store, I was able to sit down with these pedals that I'd never seen in person and know what everything did. So I knew what I wanted to test and hear them. And it was like, so I was able to click through all the different presets and change the knobs I wanted to change. And it was like a very, very, very much more beneficial 30 minutes of playing with these two pedals then sitting there going, I I I don't know. Mm-hmm. It sounds pretty, but I don't know how to change anything, you know. Uh, and so I was able to make it an informed decision, both based on the research and reading the instructions for each pedal, and then also trying them out. And I also got to play really nice guitars. So. <laughs> so Can you
0: yeah. see what that says? Uh, Mac or PC? <laughs> That's the next question. Linux. Come on Max, really? Yeah, I know. Do you think AI will eventually become sentient? I sure hope not. Um I mean, I'll be dead and gone by the time it happens, but I sure hope not. So, this is where I'm going to allow my um my knowledge of the Bible to inform this. We talk about a lot of this stuff, but, you know, God destroyed the, or God uh, judged the people when they built a tower to try and reach the heavens. I think, I think, I don't think that God's going to allow us to create artificial life. So I'm going to say, no, I don't, I don't think the AI will become sentient. Because I think if, if it gets to that point, I think... I, I don't think that God would ever allow that.
1: Only one way to find out. Not really. That don't do. We should just stop now. ahead. We should just stop. Yeah. Everything's fine.
0: <clears throat> How old were you when you got your first smartphone?
1: Uh, I was twenty-three or twenty-four. Shoot! No, I gotta do math. It's like two 2000- thousand. 2009, 2010. So yeah, I was 23 or 24. It was a Droid, a Moto Droid X Global or something like that. It was a an garbage Android phone, not because Android is garbage now, but because it was 11 years ago. It was awful. Um, it's mm, it's,
0: yeah, it's come, kind of garbage now.
1: It's come. It's come remarkably far. It's. I mean, like there are certain things that it has done better than iOS for years so
0: um we got to be we got to be as unbiased as we can Mitch, Come on. Mm-hmm. what year did the iphone 4s come out oh gosh uh i have no idea i'm not an apple historian i want to say that was about 10 years ago maybe 11 years ago so that would put me in my mid-30s maybe 34 35 um, I did own a couple of Palm Pilots before that. Um,
1: For all of your business needs. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Here, let me fax you that invoice.
0: Um. But uh, I, there was there was a Samsung one that I had in there too. I think I had owned a couple of Palm Pilots, and then there's like the Samsung CLE or something like that that they came out with. That I had that. That's what I had right before I got my iPhone. Actually, I take that back. I had a couple of iPod touches before that in between. So, I think I had the original iPod Touch, and then I got like the third generation or fourth generation iPod Touch. So,
1: Man, iPod Touch. They still make those, don't they? But they haven't been updated in, like,
0: a long time. You know what? I don't know if they do. Huh. Okay. Now we got to look. Apple.com. See if they make the iPod touch anymore. Oh, the Apple shopping event is on.
1: Woo! This just in. Things are still really expensive.
0: (laughs) Well, the iPod is definitely not listed on the front page. Well, you're gonna have to search for it. I think iPod Touch. Fun at full speed, starting at one ninety nine. It's still two hundred dollars. Still two hundred dollars. Are you kidding me? I'm looking. I at- need all the
1: specs right now. All right. What what chip is inside it? Like the A nine.
0: Let's find out. This is a fun rabbit hole. It is available starting at thirty-two gigs at one hundred ninety-nine dollars. That's uh, that's that's a crime. The A10 Fusion.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: That's what's in it? It's got an eight-megapixel camera. With <gasps> I like how they call it autofocus on there. Um, video recording, ten eighty uh, p, twenty five. 30 and 60 frames per second cinematic video stabilization. Um, $199. What a joke. Got a home button. <laughs> hey, it's got a headphone jack. You can't say that about the, well,
1: and I guarantee you there's no face ID or touch ID. Oh
0: no, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. no, there definitely isn't,
1: but a headphone jack. There you go.
0: It comes in space gray, gold, silver, pink, blue, and product red. There you go. That pink is like the obnoxious kind of pink, too. Like the really bright, hot pink.
1: Uh-huh.
0: hmm Man. That, that doesn't right, well, seem like a Johnny have creation.
1: There's, there's something I didn't know before today.
0: Four-inch screen. So definitely on the smaller side. And then, you know, Wi-Fi only, right? Yeah. Yeah. No cellular. Still comes with Apple ear pods.
1: This just has to be all old stock. There's no way they're still producing
0: these, right? I don't know, man. Should we spec one out and see how, how much we can make it? Yes, I want to know what the most expensive.
1: Absolutely. I must know this. This is vital information.
0: We are ordering a hot pink version. Uh, 256 gigs. Oh, boy. Uh, should we add a engraving? It's free.
1: Oh, that doesn't change the price. Put a poop emoji on there. No. <laughs> or just like $4
0: signs. <laughs> oh, where's the poop emoji? There it is. All right Let's see so we got a poop emoji on there uh, it delivers december twenty first through the twenty ninth
1: that makes me think this is not old stock then mm. why does it take a month? there's not no one's buying these. Oh, it must be I getting shipped from China then
0: I beg to differ. I'm about to order a hot pink version. How much money does this cost mitch what's the what's the <laughs> highest price? We are at three hundred and ninety nine dollars you have got to be kidding me three hundred and ninety nine dollars oh, we didn't add apple care plus
1: oh yeah we need that
0: for sure fifty nine dollars for apple care
1: so that puts us about 458
0: um add to bag review bag With tax, now understand, yeah. this is this is tax for <clears throat> excuse me, tax for our area here at five and a half percent.
1: Oh, you jerk! Four
0: hundred and eighty-eight dollars and ninety-two cents. Hey, shipping's free, man. They, they have to be shipping from China. That's why it's going to take so long. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, duh, they're shipping Four. from China, but like they must be stored over there too.
0: Four hundred eighty-eight dollars and ninety-two cents. That's that's a crime. That's not okay. Where did the engraving go? I was gonna get a screenshot of this.
1: I can get a brand new iPad mini for less than that. Probably more storage.
0: This was a very unexpected twist and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yes, yes. As I did. Um I'm gonna send this to you right away too. All right, do you want to tell me what you uh, what's delighting you today? What's delighting me today?
1: Mm-hmm. I have a feeling it's about to be what you just sent me.
0: <laughs> it's a little. It's a little, little tiny poop. It's a <laughs> little poop emoji. It's a little <laughs> baby poop. Well, I'll put this on the chapter art for uh, <laughs> for at least this chapter, if not for the episode. Yeah. Let's see. What's, what's
1: delighting me. Um, I've been getting a lot more, you know, back into guitar. You know, I prim- primarily been playing bass for the last few years at church. Um, and I don't necessarily enjoy practicing by myself as much as I like playing uh, music with other people. Um, it's much more entertaining, much more enjoyable. Um, but, uh, I have, I have recently gotten. Um, kind of uh reinvigorated with um guitar and uh you know learning new things about it and experimenting with new sounds and new styles and so like the other day on Wednesday um i just i sat and played guitar at uh you know th- through my amp really loudly and just tried to experiment with new things and i think i was there for probably 2 hours and just trying out new things and trying to, you know, hone in new sounds and and like experimental, like soundscape stuff. And it's just, it, there's like a new, um, a new frontier with instead of just like chunking out chords or like learning cool solos or like, you know, whatever, it's like, Oh no, there's this whole other realm of like, like sound design and how to like build atmospheres. And like a lot of times I think of that as like keyboards and synthesizers, but like through a lot of, you know, um, the, the more modern pedals and stuff, like you can do some pretty cool stuff with the guitar in that same realm uh, that when paired with someone playing a synth, you can do some some really awesome layering and it just kind of building um, an atmosphere and a soundscape. And so I'm trying to dive really headlong into that and and, and experiment and gain knowledge and um, see how, um, you know, that can be incorporated into, to our worship, but also just my own personal projects. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's currently what I think is eating up a lot of my uh, energy and, and thoughts and and creative, uh, you know, energy. So it's been fun. Plus, you know, turns out I still like playing guitar. Who knew? So it's, uh yeah, it's been good. And I'm excited to see if anything cool comes out of it
0: about you so um i have a a thing that kind of i don't want to say that that it's a add thing or an adhd thing or anything like that um but but it is the but this app is kind of they advertise towards people like that but i really find it difficult to read just read stuff so i usually prefer listening to stuff And I discovered an app uh, through an advertisement that I saw on Instagram called, (laughs) like, like, I don't, well, yeah, anyway, uh, but it's called Speechify. Okay. Okay. Have you seen this app at all? Uh Uh-uh. So you, uh, there are several different ways that you can get text into this app, but it just, I don't know if you can see that. It's kind of washing out on the thing, but, um, but you just import your, your text into this, whether it's a document, I think it'll do PDFs. It'll do docs, doc X format. Um, you can actually take pictures and it'll do OCR, um, to whatever it is. So that's how they show you using it, or you can take pictures of a page and, and it'll read it to you. Um, but it basically goes through and it reads all the text to you. So, um, so I have to do all a bunch of this reading for, um, our license. So, you know, I, I thought, well, this might be an interesting app to, to try using for it. And I discovered something I want, I want to know if you did, you recognize the voice that's on this app. was
1: granted remain, but no longer than two years from the date on which the exception moting the welfare of children placed in the homes to establish a fair hearing procedure for foster parents to establish require is granted or the date the license terminates, whichever occurs. Means for certification of a foster home with a level of Karen. First, by which time the licensing agency shall determine if there is continued exception. Oh, this is annoying. Exception.
0: <laughs> it, I, I can't place it. Oh, your your audio just got weird. Is that on my Oh, it was on my end. Never mind. Um, that's, that's Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> <laughs> what? It seems really random that that she's that her voice is in this app, but it does have a bunch of other voices in here. There is uh, one that's just titled British male narrator, um, and then they have a bunch of different different voices uh, for American, British, Australian. I know you'd be big the Australian. Darn uh, it! Yeah, and then they then they have Spanish voices, French, Japanese, German. So, I mean, like, you will it translate?
1: Will it translate, or just read them in English
0: with the accent? You know, I haven't tried it, so um, I could try it. Hold on, let's see. Japanese would be fun, wouldn't it? Oh boy, here we go. Where, where did that go? Mac- I can't imagine
1: getting Gwyneth Paltrow's voice was cheap.
0: No. So there is a there is a pay structure that I want to talk about here real quick too. But let's try this here real quick. Exception in addition, Sarais and Yeah, it's I mean, I
1: assume it's translating. I don't
0: know Japanese. So the establish criteria for making supplement. You know what I think it's doing is uh it's not translating. What it's doing is it's trying to read English in in Japanese because I could I could understand like the words he was using words, but Okay, he, go to Spanish because that or French. That'll help me out because yeah. I know enough of those to know if it's real or not. <clears throat> they want to do Mexican Spanish or?
1: Yeah, that way we don't get any lifts All right. Exceptional pay. Being agency may impose conditions. Oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah, specified.
0: That's English. So, no, it's not translating. Um, That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So, the when you download the app, it asks you to uh, sign up for a trial. So, like a seven day trial. And then it's $139 a year after that. So, if you sign, here's what I'm going to recommend to all the listeners. And hopefully they don't hear this because I don't want them to change this. But apparently, they've run a whole bunch of deals and, there must be something in the app store that says that you have to keep these deals active in the, in the subscriptions tab. And so you can go into the subscriptions tab. You can cancel the subscription and then sign up for it for $29 a year. Um, in inside the subscription app. So, so I, they legit, they charged me $31 and 64 cents or whatever for a year of, of this, uh, service. So, um instead of 139 dollars. yeah that's that's much more reasonable yeah. <sighs> all right so that's speechify i can throw a link in the show notes for you guys so that uh, you can um check that out so but yeah i think this is a good it has a web service as well so you can do this all on the web uh, there's a Oh, that's nice iphone ipad uh, uh apps for this so it's pretty cool yep um, bookmark is well i'm sorry not a bookmark uh the it is will be in the show notes for the episode so you can check it out sweet um but that's all i got for today man kind of a fun episode for us today so get you uh get you out so that you can get packed and you're you're uh, checking out today
1: yeah. yeah gonna go check out a few more spots and then head back home and watch the michigan ohio state game and uh finish up some of these wedding videos that i shot so busy but i'll either be i'll either be uh very excited tonight or uh customarily disappointed based on how that game goes.
0: <laughs> I didn't text you after the Michigan-Michigan the State game, but uh, yeah, it didn't do so good.
1: Choke job, dude. Absolute choke job. We were up 16 points in the third quarter and gave up 19 straight, including yeah. two two-point conversions. But, hey, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. If we win today, we go to the Big Ten Championship game.
0: All right. Well, good luck. Yeah, we're not going to win. But, you know, always hopeful. All right. Well, if you want to check out more about us and uh, get uh, links to um, the show in uh, various podcast apps, uh, you can check us out at interdialogue.show. And I'm going to do something a little different today because uh, normally we talk about the Twitter accounts or whatever, but uh, I updated my website and I have a new uh, fancy URL for my website. It is Mitchcraig.online. Hmm. Um, and you can uh, check out the website. I've, uh, simplified it down, um, made it a little bit, uh, a little bit nicer. And I think, uh, we'll do a little bit of blogging up there and stuff like that, but there are links to my Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, YouTube, uh, up there as well. And I'm assuming at cambrennan.com, we also have links to your socials. Uh, yes. Okay. So you can find us there as well. So if you have questions, comments, need anything from us, I do have my Twitter account, uh, at uh, interdialogue.show as well. So you can uh, send me questions if you have any. So, and check out my website. Um, I, I sent this to cam. I was, I was, um, searching for a new, uh, new domain name for my podcast or I'm sorry, not my podcast for my website. And, uh, I was going through just looking at all of these different extensions that I could, of course, I'm still bitter that I can't get mitchcraig.com. So don't even go to his site. I, he, he doesn't deserve your clicks, but, uh, but I ran across <laughs> one that I sent to cam. It uh, was Mitch Craig uh, sucks. <laughs> And I'm telling you if it was, t- if it would have been $10, I would have snapped that up. At, like totally as just an extra, extra domain name and aimed it at my website but um because i wouldn't have used that for the main one but uh but yeah i it was 329 dollars for a- yeah
1: look at that's capitalism at its best taking taking people's pettiness and bitterness and turning it into an expensive website domain that's genius
0: yeah 329 dollars <laughs> for Sucks. so if like how much
1: how much you got to hate someone to buy that
0: domain so if there's anybody in the audience that would like to buy that for me, I would love it. Merry Christmas to Mitch. <laughs> oh man, I forgot you sent that. That's yeah. that makes me chuckle. Yeah. Made me laugh pretty hard. I liked it. And 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 at the same time hurt my soul a little bit because I couldn't afford three hundred and twenty nine dollars a year to own it. So it's a bit excessive. Yeah. All right, man. Well, it's been fun. You enjoy the uh, little bit of time you got left in Chicago, and I hope your uh, Michigan uh, football team does well. So We shall see. Thank you, sir. You have a lovely uh, weekend. Take care then.
1: Goodbye, sir. Bye.